My Hockey Hero is proudly supported by eBay Canada. My name is Dean. Ever since I was a kid, I collected hockey cards with spare change my dad gave me. As a black person, to see others like me on the ice inspired me. I didn't see myself as a black hockey player. I saw myself as a hockey player. They were my role models and showed me hockey is a game for everyone. When you're on a hockey card, it's, it's pretty cool. I've collected 100 rookie cards for NHL's black and biracial players. And I'm going to talk to all of them so you can learn their stories. Coaches always say, uh -oh. well, we'll get back to that. George Peros and Andre DeVoe drop the gloves and square off. Peros doesn't lose many, I'll tell you that. Two very big men and strong men. Andre DeVoe was born in the Bahamas in 1984. Andre played in the NHL for the New York Rangers and the Toronto Maple Leafs, alongside a long career in the AHL and in Europe. Born in the Bahamas, Andre moved to Canada and his stepfather introduced him to hockey. I spent the first three years of my life in uh, the Bahamas, and I guess uh, uh, to make it simple for people to explain, um, uh, my mom, uh, my, my father, my biological dad's uh, Bahamian. My mom was doing her internship in medical school abroad. So um, that's how she met my father. And uh, when we moved, she got her placement after her internship in, uh, in Welland. So um, we moved to Welland and then my, my, my dad kind of left the picture and my stepdad took over and my stepdad was an avid hockey fan. And that's just what every kid did in Welland. Um, you know, every, everybody played hockey. So, um, you know, obviously, uh, you started out in Strzokshall and then, you know, you, you, it, it was more about, you know, I, I'm not even sure, like, at first I, I loved the game. I, I think I loved the camaraderie, you know. I loved going to the rink. The rink was a big part of Andre's childhood and was a place where he found friendship. So my my stepdad used to bring me to the rink, and while in the youth arena, they had uh, public skating, and uh, that's actually I met my one of my best friends, Dan Pyatt. Uh, he used to he used to be out there, and uh, I, I used to you know be be an okay skater. Obviously, you know out there, uh, you know you could skate laps around people, and he would burn me. He would just go around the whole rink, you know, and I, I spent the next uh, you know. 25 plus years trying to catch him, never did. Andre showed early promise when he took up hockey. Yeah, I, I was a defenseman. Um, you know, I was pretty good on the rush. Um, you know, I had a big shot from the point. And it was one of those things where uh, I was good enough to to rush the puck all the time. And, and you know, my coaches didn't mind it. So, and then, um, you know, probably towards Peewee and stuff, I like to score. I like to get points, you know. So I, I told my coaches I wanted to move forward. And I remember one of my coaches back home, uh, his name was Bob Kralitz. Uh, he told me, he said, you know, I think you're making a big mistake. I think you'd make a, a hell of a defenseman. You know, he, he said, but you're good enough where you could decide. You're Either way, you're going to be on the team. And, you know, I chose forward and I never looked back. But looking back, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of wish I, I would have, I would have stayed a defender. Who knows what, what would have happened in my career, but I, I, I always uh, envied the defensemen, uh, you know, especially as big stay-at-home defensemen or something, you know, no no, no real pressure to get points or to score or things like that. I, I, always, uh, I always envied those guys. Looking back, Andre knows 
that the devotion of his coaches really helped him in his hockey journey. We had a ton of people that coaches that, that, you know, paid money out of their pocket and, you know, they really cared about us. They really wanted us to win, but more importantly, they wanted us to win the right way. You know, I, I think at the top of my head, uh, you know, I, I, I still remember my Ray booting my tight coach and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Boss, uh, um, you know, Mr. Blanchard and Mr. Tarda, you know, that Mr. LaRose was one of the best coaches I've ever had in my entire life. So, uh, we are really lucky. Um, when you're uh, a coach and you show you care and you show you're interested and you're invested in, in, in the, the kids, um, you know, I, I think kids really respond to that and, and they want to, they, they want to produce for you. And I, I remember, um, I, I can vividly remember when I did well, making my coaches proud, but I could also remember, uh, you know, my coaches put in so much work that when it, things didn't go well, I felt, um, you know, I felt responsible and I felt like I let them down. And, and I think that has to go, uh, that, that has to do with the, with how much our coaches cared back, in, back home. But while hockey was his focus, he had space to excel at other sports too. I would never say I was, I was really good at hockey. I was really good at lacrosse when I was younger. Um, this is way back when I was really young. They had ratings back then. I, I was in the top five of the province. You know, I was just a big kid who was, you know, decent hands in lacrosse. And um, I think when I turned 12 or 13, um, you know, I had to make a decision whether I was going to, uh, uh, you know, play in the summer because hockey started to be a year-round thing. You had to go in summer tournaments and things. And, there was just no future on lacrosse, right? So obviously I went with hockey, but um, I, I wish I would have continued playing, um, you know, lacrosse because I, I was really good at it. But more importantly, like the, the, the whole hockey year round thing, you know, if I, you know, if my kids play, um, I, I, I don't think I'll have, you know, have them in hockey year round. I think it's too much and it becomes a job too young. Soon, Andre found himself drafted to the OHL. His first step, to professional hockey like i played junior b at 15 so i was a pretty high prospect in the ohl draft and uh it wasn't like really a given i was going to go first round uh i remember at the ohl draft that was in mississauga and um i remember uh i went there with my my stepdad and uh you know uh he he there was back then they gave you like kind of like a a pamphlet where you could write all the names of everybody who got drafted in order so my dad wrote first 16 names down and then he went to go get a, a beer and uh the next he gave me the pamphlet to write the next name and uh the next name was called was mine yeah it was i was super lucky and uh super lucky to be a part of uh you know that community in belleville and uh i, I couldn't ask to be part of a better uh, community and a better family as andre matured he realized he was finding his place in the team lineup you know, I learned if I was going to make, if I was going to play like a full pro career, if I was going to make the jump, I probably wasn't going to be a goal scorer. You know, I probably wasn't going to be, uh, um, you know, it wasn't like back home in Welland where, you know, uh, you can make tic-tac-toe plays and, you know, uh, I was kind of more of a checker, you know, I had to fight sometimes, uh, we're more defensive a little bit, even you know, even though people, old teammates with watch with watching now would probably laugh that I had to be a little defensive in junior. But um, yeah, the, like that, that was that was a big learning curve for me. Um, you know, it, it, uh, I, I was a pretty uh, 
I, you know, I, I would say I, I was confident and a little bit on the arrogant side, you know, as a lot of young people are. And, and um, um, you, you realize pretty quick, you know, you, you're not going to be that. So you better find uh, somewhere else to fit in. Now thriving, pretty soon, Andre was drafted to the Montreal Canadiens. I got drafted uh, 182 to Montreal. It's the fourth pick. It was a huge honor. Uh, obviously, going to an original six. Um, it, it was mixed feelings because um, obviously, you know, you're there, you want to get drafted. And I went the first day and I saw my best friend, uh, Pae, get drafted first round. I saw Stage get drafted uh, second round. Um, uh, you know, I saw lots of guys that played with and against get drafted. And then I didn't go first day. So I was pretty. You know, I was pretty, not not angry, but, I, you know, I, I, you know, you want what others have. Obviously, you know, you want to get drafted. So all the feelings I felt on day one where I was sad went away. And, uh, you know, I was just so happy to get drafted. You know, that was kind of like, a, uh, you know, a, a milestone, you know, for me where, where, you know, a lot of people said all throughout my career, you know, even before junior, you know, no chance you're going to make junior and then. Once I was in junior, no chance you'll ever, you know, uh, get off to the NHL, NHL. And uh, that that was pretty cool. I could never be taken away from me, you know, uh, to get to the NHL. And uh, um, to have uh, Andre Savard was the one who drafted me. So that was pretty uh, pretty cool, too. So, However, things didn't work out. But a new opportunity with a new mentor helped him move into the AHL. I didn't sign with Montreal. Um that was when Bob Gainey took over. So, you know, most of the draft picks for my didn't sign there. On so I went, uh, I went as a free agent uh, my last year to um, Traverse City with Tampa, and uh, out of Traverse City, I got a contract uh, offer from uh, from Tampa Bay. Jay Feaster offered me a contract. I remember, and you know, he said I really wasn't going to sign anybody from here, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to you know, come to camp, see if you make the, the, our team in the AHL. And I got super lucky and, and me and our team, our, our coach there was Dirk Graham. So obviously a guy like I grew up for, for me, you know, just seeing uh, somebody that, you know, that looked like him at that level. And, and, um, you know, that, that was, that was a big deal for me. And he was a pretty intense guy. And, and I worked my way onto that team. You know, I, I, I literally fought, you know, and, and that was for me, I was told the long, for a long time, that was going to be my NHL, you know, that was going to be it for me. That was, you know, I, I worked my way to the, the AHL and I, you know, I was playing against some of the best players in the world, guys who had super, you know, amazing NHL careers who were up and down. If you're enjoying My Hockey Hero and thinking about starting your own hockey card collection, I'd suggest you start with eBay. eBay is all about connecting communities and fueling passions. Because of its thriving card collector community, I was able to make my dream come true by collecting the rookie cards of the NHL's black and biracial players. Start your own collection at ebay.ca slash hockey cards. But eventually, he found his way back to the NHL. Yeah, so I was, uh, I, I came, I signed with Tur the Marlies, and obviously, you know, signing with Toronto was, you know, massive for me. Just, you know, we, I was on high. We just won a Calder Cup. Um, you know, I was so happy, and, and uh, 
then getting the chance to sign in with the Maple Leafs, who, you know, they were, they were after me, which was, you know, pretty surreal for a kid from Walland. And uh, things went really well right away. You know, so I remember being on the power play, you know, a few times with those guys and, you know, being being in awe of, you know, how easy they made things look and how, how easy it was to, to score, you know, uh, get backdoor tap-ins from guys like that. Um, I just wanted to be there and I wanted to, to you know, to help the team win any way I could. And, and, you know, I was willing to do whatever they asked me. Andre can now reflect on an amazing journey that was full of plot twists and surprises. When you're in it, you're caught in the moment kind of, and it's hard to, you know, to look back and like really see how far you can, you know, I look back at it now and it, and it's pretty amazing. You know, it's, it's pretty, and it, you know, zero, um, you, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I'm saying that, you know, the, the way life is, you know, with the opportunities that, you know, it doesn't work out somewhere and you're the lowest of the lows. And then you go somewhere else and, and a few things happen and, it just propels you to these massive heights that you don't think you're ever gonna uh, you're you're ever gonna achieve. And you know, I, I remember a lot of things in Toronto. Um, you know, I, I remember going. We we're doing hospital visits um, at, at SickKids, and you know, I got paired off with Jason Blake and uh, Curtis Joseph. And I remember, you know, the kids would be so excited to see Cujo and. I was too. <laughs> I, was, I was playing on his team, you know. So, uh, you know, it's it's kind of unbelievable when when you're there. But at the same time, like you, you know, you, you are there for a job, right? So, like as cool as it is, guys take it really seriously. And things go well, it's awesome. And when things don't go well, it's not so awesome. So, so it's it's kind of one of those catch twenty twos where, you know, you're living your dream and and. But there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and a lot of work. However, Andre does recall experiencing racism on the ice. Hockey, um, when I played, you know, it's getting better now, but there, there was a, uh, a a big gap. You know, there was, um, you, you never want to say that guys stood out, but I, I always felt that um, you, you, you had to accept things. You, 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 had, you had to accept things that that's just the way it was and... You know, I I always played on the line, so um, you know, I I always stood out quite a bit. Um, you're you're provoking a lot, um, you're, and you're you're bringing a lot of uh, attention attention on yourself, and um, you know, you could picture, you know, if 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 I'm if I'm going and you know hitting the other team's best players, or or you know, and there's no answer for it, or or I beat I beat up some you know, some kid pretty bad and there's no, there's nobody else, you know, what do you, what do you think guys are going to start doing or saying to get under my skin, right? To, to throw me off. And, 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 you know, that's, you know, like I, I've heard horrible things said on the, beside, you know, net, not even racism, why not even, not even that stuff, like just things that are way offside. It was the it was the way it was, you know. It was that guys didn't said anything to to get an edge. I, I'm a super lucky guy, and I would never uh, complain about the career I had, or you know. I, and I I just think that you know we have to do a better job uh, growing the game, and I think uh, hockey should tap into that potential. You know, they have the more you grow the game, whether you know, not even just black, you know. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, like Toronto's especially where I am, it's such a diverse place and we gotta we gotta tap into that talent pool to to grow the game and, and to um you know to make the next generation of fans. Andre knows that role models play a big part in opening hockey up to being accessible to all. I I, I can remember the first time I saw Grant Fuhrer uh, play for the Sabres. You know, like I, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world just because of, you know, the, yeah, you know, like guys can make it who, you know, look, you know, look that way. And, and um, I remember meeting him once at, uh, you know, the, the uh, ACC back then. And, uh, you know, I, I still I thought it was the coolest thing ever to, to see somebody that, uh, you know, broke barriers like that. And, uh, you know, it was a big deal to me. And, um, you know, that that's a big reason. I, I think it's important that that um, young kids see the guys who, who they watched and, and uh, you know, they 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 listen to their experience. So, so you know, they, they could they know they can make it, too. And, you know, uh, I watch guys like uh, old teammates like Akeem uh, Alou doing what they're doing. I, uh, you know, Mark Frazier working with the Leafs and their diversity program. Um, you know, that, uh, you know, Val James getting recognition. He's getting now. Uh, you know, I, I grew up, uh, I played with Rain Carnegie. Her, her Carnegie's, uh, you know, him getting the recognition he deserves. Um, I, I, I think... That um, as time goes on, I, I think that when the powers that be, because, you know, there are, you, you realize very quickly there's powers that be in hockey, for sure. Uh, when they realize the, the talent pool that's there, I, I think you're going to see, um, you know, that there's going to be a concerted effort to, to grow the game as much as possible. And I think it's going to be the best thing for the game. Today, Andre has a whole new career and hockey taught him many lessons they allow him to thrive. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, well, the last uh, three years, I've been a firefighter, Pearson Airport. I can uh, actually offer a year, though I broke my ankle at work. So it's the uh, way it goes. It's it's kind of funny. I've 15 years of hockey, no no ankle breaks, and then the two years of firefighting, ankle breaks. So uh, no, it's it's awesome, and I, I'm super lucky to um, to have found that career because it's it's a lot like hockey. You know, you take away the firefighting and the hockey. It's a lot of the same components, you know, uh, working within a team and having a role and uh, accountability and, and things like that. So, um, and it's a cool job. You're, you're helping people. You know, I always, I always say it's, um, you know, it's, it's me paying back. It's, it's a, it's a good karma job because, you know, for, for a lot, long time, I, you know, I had a bad karma job where I had to beat up people and, and, uh, you know, check people and stuff. So now, now I get to help people, which is, uh, which is a nice change. So, so it's good. I'm looking forward to, you know, my ankle healing up and getting back. So what advice does Andre have for us? You don't know everything, you know, I was, I, was, uh, I you know, I, I thought once I figured out one way, that was the way it was. And anybody told me different was, uh, um, you know, wrong. And there's, there's lots of ways to play hockey. Um, I actually learned that in Russia, to be honest with you, um, you know, uh, after a long playing career, you know, um, uh, professionally and, you know, junior and all that, I thought I knew all the ways there was to play hockey. And then I went over to Russia to play and they have a completely different way of doing a lot of things and it's not wrong. You know, it's just different. And, uh, and that's the one thing I would say to young kids is be open to learning new things because, um, you learn one thing from, um, one person and it works there and then you'll learn something else. And, 
you know, in different situations, both are right. We're proud to be working with Hockey Equality. Hockey Equality is on a mission to create diversity at all levels of the game of hockey by lowering financial barriers for BIPOC female and other equity deserving youth hockey players. If you've been moved by the stories shared on this podcast and want to help make hockey accessible to all, check out hockeyequality.org. If you've enjoyed this podcast but would like to dive deeper, then check out our extended version of this interview at Recognize, Black Hockey Heroes of the NHL. You can click on the link in the show notes or find it wherever you get your podcasts. Quality. You can see the cards of the players in my collection at blackhockeycards.com. This has been a Podstarter production.